0: welcome back to needles hooks and dirty looks podcast i'm Brittany.
1: i'm sarah
0: and this is season two episode 28 discontinued mid-project basically this whole episode is a dirty look this week
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, i will be careful not to mention them by name because it's It's not really a them problem. It's more of a me problem for not buying as much Uh, yarn as I needed. Yes and
0: no. So I feel like this, I was thinking about it earlier. And first of all, I'm going to go ahead and preface this episode. If you hear baby kittens in the background, that's because there are baby kittens in the background. Mm -hmm. I just fed them real fast in hopes that like giving them some good wet food that they really enjoy would be enough to keep them quiet for this episode. And it's been about 14 seconds since I... Close the door and I hear them already. So I apologize in advance. Welcome <laughs> to your life. Um, but I I do feel like it is kind of a a yarn producer, maker, suppliers problem because I look at it like this. I'm sure everybody that's listening probably knows someone that sells Scentsy. Right? Yeah. And there are yeah. constantly lists from Scentsy coming out that are like, these scents are going away 30 days. Bath and Body Works, your favorite sin is going away. They tell you. They tell you what's going on. That's true. I feel like I mean, I'm going to pitch this out in the open here. So, Red Heart, Lion, I mean, any, any yarn makers, if you're listening, hear me out. Literally, serious people that knit and crochet, I feel like, would subscribe to an email to receive said list. I who gets a bajillion junk emails, would gladly add a couple more if they would give a list saying, hey, these lines and colors are being discontinued by next month. Or Mm -hmm. whatever.
1: I absolutely would too. Or if you put like limited edition or something on the label, so then that way I don't commit to a project (laughs) for
0: that. I agree. I feel like it's hard. And especially like, I mean, experienced knitters and crocheters, I'm sure, still struggle, as you do. New people like me, shoot, I'll get, like, four skeins of yarn and be like, oh, it definitely looks like enough for this blanket. And it's literally, like, four skeins of yarn. So, somebody mm-hmm. like me, maybe they discontinue this stuff. I would I would die. Actually, some of the folks in our uh, group on Facebook, Needle Socks and Dirty Looks Year stitch Stitchathon, thon um, actually struggled with that because who was it that discontinued... Uh, in the first half of the year, a whole line was it Joann's that discontinued. Uh...
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, I I'm not sure about it, and like they have to know that that wreak havoc wreaked havoc on people's plans.
1: Yeah, the good thing is the project that I was working on is at the perfect size right now to be a pocket shawl. So that's. <laughs> Uh, Pocket shawl size. I'm gonna throw some pockets on it and call it a day. Can't go wrong with
0: pocket shawl. Mm -hmm. I need one that is maybe not quite so ultimate warrior esque. You know what? I need a green one. Oh, yeah. Look at that green, perhaps sparkly. Uh, I'm gonna have to scope that out now because in my new location, I'm not gonna need like a full on winter coat most of the time, although. Uh, Today they were telling me, Um, today was my first day in the office, which is a good haul here. I'm not there often, but I got to meet a lot of people. And they're like, yeah, good luck in your area when it snows. And I'm like, (sighs) Ohio here, not really afraid of some snow. And they're like, oh, no, your whole area shuts down. You'll literally get an email that says we're not running any drivers in your area this day or for the next three days over like an
1: hour. Because they don't have that
0: many snow plows? Or plows or uh, they were explaining to me today like okay so in Ohio uh, you have ODOT. Most states have like a Department of Transportation. You know Tennessee is TDOT. Uh, But anywho here uh, Virginia DOT I guess subcontracts that stuff out. Oh my gosh. These kittens are crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But they subcontract that stuff out. So like in ohio it's the state the state does it the plows are out the state trucks are out it's the state here it's not the state is responsible for handling it but they subcontracted to joe schmoe's snow clearing service for the roads for the actual roads so i'm not sure really what the scene is but sounds like a
1: good side hustle opportunity
0: it does. Or I was also thinking it sounds like on a chilly winter day when they're like, oh, you got an inch of snow, Brittany, going to need you to stay home today. I feel like I'm going to be okay with that. Like, okay. <laughs> I
1: stay in. Yeah.
0: Um, so I don't know. It's interesting.
1: Is this supposed to be a full moon today? I don't think I so. It's a little off topic, but I'm looking outside here and the moon is looking And I was like, hmm, I wonder if it's a full moon. <laughs>
0: let's see um
1: I just figured you know off the top of your head because you're like the weather and that kind of stuff
0: yes well and you know I love making moon water it is a thing I will likely make it it's Thursday actually the full moon is the sturgeon moon oh the fourth super moon in a row and the last one of this
1: year um so what's a super like versus a regular full moon let this is this is great because I'm not really- <laughs> sorry we're way off topic. Uh that's my ADHD brain. Uh,
0: it is literally what we do with it. difference between a waxing moon and a waning moon. No, I want difference between super moon. Oh my gosh. I I crack up when I'm Googling things. I don't know if anybody else does this, but like as you're typing, do you ever look at like what the suggested things are? Yes. Below? Um Just now, one of them was just difference between supper and dinner. What? (laughs) What? And, okay. What is the difference? A supermoon appears to us as a larger than usual moon in our night sky. The supermoon looks larger just because it is closer to Earth. Supermoon is actually just a nickname for what astronomers call a Purgean full moon, a moon that is at its full and closest point in its orbit to the Earth. Oh. So, it's just an extra big moon.
1: Okay. Um, Maybe that's why it caught my attention. I saw it through the trees, and I was like, man, is that the moon? And then I, like, looked around the tree, and I was like, sure enough, it is. Well,
0: there Oh, So, Thursday is a full moon, which is Gatlin's birthday.
1: Okay. It'll
0: be the big 12. Aww. Um, And I will likely have to put out some water that evening, um,
1: almost uh, almost a teenager.
0: I know, I know it makes me really sad. It makes me really sad. Um sometimes I feel like it was just yesterday that he was a baby, and then there's other times that I'm like, hi, you're almost a teenager, and you're asking me that question. Like there are some times when I question things.
1: Uh, Lucas today on the topic of teenagers. I put some macaroni and cheese bite in the air fryer for a snack before we started recording. Except that I forgot to plug in the air fryer. So the no. entire my air fryer got off. Oh, me. no. And it's because I didn't, I like, I turned the dial on it, but I didn't plug it in. So then Lucas is like, hey, remember that one time when you were making me a grilled cheese sandwich, but you forgot to turn the stove burner on? That was like three or four years ago. <laughs> like, so like, why are you bringing that up?
0: Putting food in the crockpot and then thinking that you've gone to work and you're like, "Yep, crockpot food." When I get home, and it's not—it's raw meat sitting in a not turned on crockpot.
1: Crockpot. Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, I, I just, I don't know, but. Um, I do that a lot with the coffee pot, too. I'll get everything ready for the coffee pot, but then, like, I just forget to turn it
0: off. Oh, man. I hate stuff like that. Uh, It's the worst, though. But you know what? I don't even know that that's necessarily just total, like, ADD brain because I do have that, too. But I feel like it's just mom brain because Mm -hmm. in the course of, like, doing one thing, it's always like, oh, but you got to do this. And wait, don't forget to do that. And mom, can you grab me this? And... Then I'm like, shoot, what was I originally here for? You know, I, I hate right. that. Feeling, uh, but that is actually everyday life, I feel like. I am trying to be very organized in my new role here because I'm out and about in this venture. I'm not sitting at a desk where I can open a drawer and be like, where's my nail file in this drawer? I don't know. I don't have a drawer. So I've been trying to be real organized. But this morning I had to get out really early. And I got my big cup that is great. It's this, I don't know if you've ever seen the, like, it's a big bubba cup. Um, yeah. It literally, I can put ice water in it before I go to bed, drink on it all night, wake up in the morning. There is still ice in the cup. It is fantastic. Wow. Uh, The kids got me one for my birthday. And it's great because, you know, I love cold coffee. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: in my Starbucks cup, all the coffee just, the ice just melts out. And then it's just weirdly lukewarm wannabe iced coffee. So in this cup, it's great. So this morning I'm like, all right, get your cup, get it rinsed out, get it ready. I put it on the table by my back. I put two hair ties there because we're under a heat uh, warning again here. The real feel earlier was like 111 or something stupid. So I started out with my hair down, but knew it was going to be entirely too hot for that. Get all the way there this morning and I don't have my cup or my hair ties. So finally at like one o'clock, I was like, hey, nobody judge me for this, but where's a good rubber band at? Like straight up, I just need a rubber band to get this hair out of my face because I'm going to die if not. And actually, my boss was like, I got to get some coffee made. I'm freezing in here. And I was sweating profusely. <laughs> I, don't, I was like, oh, okay, well, you do that. Then I'm going to work on pulling my hair up. Um, but I <laughs> trying to be organized and literally walked out with all that stuff today. Just sitting on the table still.
1: We went to the fair this past weekend um, to watch my nephew's um, show Goats. Uh. And I was chilly that morning because it was early. It was overcast. A little bit of rain sprinkles here and there. Um, But my dad and his girlfriend and my mom just, like, sweating and drenched in sweat. And I'm, like, wearing a sweatshirt that I got from our company store. Oh, no. They're like, why are you in Sure. so I'm just a little chilly and then like we started walking around and I got a little warm walking around so I took it off and I was just carrying it but then I started having goosebumps my dad was like tell me that you have goosebumps right now
0: you know <laughs> like, oh, I, I get to terrible. a point I'm sure it's not healthy I get to a point of being so hot sometimes that I also get goosebumps and I can think it's only happened a couple of times where like I I'm sure it's my body's final signal of, like, shutting down over the heat exhaustion.
1: (laughs) It's in shock at this point.
0: One time last year at one of Remy's football games that she cheered at, it was, like, one of these days where it was, like, 100 degrees and we were outside on a black track. And there was not an ounce of shade, not a tree, not anything to be had. I mean, it just beat down on us. One of the little girls threw up all over the track because she drank too much Mm. water and got hot and, like, it was just horrid. But by the time, like... I just remember walking back to the car and being like, you're almost there. You're almost there. You'll be able to cool down and get in the air conditioning. And I had goosebumps all over. But I think yeah. it was probably like a heat stroke or something. It was terrible. Um, When we were unloading our moving truck last week, it was literally the hottest I've ever been in my life. Um, it was like 103 with the real feel of like 110. But then when you're inside of a... A rental truck. Yeah. There's no vents at all. We ended up getting an extension cord, plugging it into the front of the house, getting a giant fan, plugging it into the extension cord and putting it in the back of the truck just to at least get some airflow. Even if it was warm air, just some kind of airflow. Right. Um, And it made me just feel really bad for everybody that works in the transportation industry. Have you seen the thing going around that the UPS drivers are, all the UPS drivers are doing like the... You know the temperature thing that you can check meat with that's like a laser gun, like oh boom, hundred and thirty-five degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're doing that in the back of their their brown like parcel trucks.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like boom, 131 degrees. And oh, I, I bet. It's just crazy. It really makes me feel for them. Um, or factory workers, like mm-hmm. I know it gets insanely hot and in Eric always takes changes of
1: exchanges the clothes with him. Because he always has to change his clothes in the middle of the night because he just sweats right through them. Oh, I totally bet that.
0: I, yeah, I lost 11 pounds in the last weekend. I contribute 99% of that to the amount of sweat that I poured out unloading that truck. Um, mm. I mean, I don't even think there's a workout like hot goat yoga, still, this truck would have been worse. I challenge anybody for a better exercising aerobic event than
1: unloading a truck. <laughs> I've never understood people doing the goat yoga, Like <laughs> that oh that's that's a bit much, I feel like. I feel like, too, because here's the thing.
0: Remy used to do yoga, and actually, I told her the other day, I want to find us some yoga on the beach here, even if it's just once a week or something, because what she did was more of, like, a flow yoga because it was for kids, mm-hmm. um, but just a lot of stretching and, like, not anything crazy, but it was so relaxing, and by the end of it, she was always so, like just mellowed out and aligned and felt good and i i loved our yoga studio there um but i couldn't imagine wanting to feel zen and then being like oh what's that on my back a... <laughs> like I... what's... it's eating my hair <laughs> yes yes. <laughs> uh, and then like put your hand down do upward facing dog or downward facing dog and you're like oh is that there's go poop in my face like, yeah Nothing about that sounds enjoyable. Nope. I kind of feel the same about hot yoga. Yeah. I feel like yoga is supposed to be very like zen and mellow and like just at least like I said, our yoga studio, Miss Diane was great. She would talk through all the different chakras and um, what they mean. And at the end of each class for the kids, she always had these um, like washcloths that had like lavender oil on them. Mm-hmm. and they would all lay on their backs and put their hands on their tummies to center themselves and she put this little lavender cloth over their eyes dude by the end of the whole class all the parents and the kids were like and nap time like look. <laughs> so,
1: so yes
0: doing that in a sauna with a goat on my head doesn't sound enjoyable or like anything i would want to pay
1: for no um no. thinking of goats uh, also makes me think of the fair, let me tell you, Champaign County, Ohio fair crafters have it going on. Yeah, I've never probably been more intimidated by crafts at a fair oh, or oh. anywhere ever
0: in my life. Um, how were the knitting projects? They had a lot of crochet projects. That one pillow was stunning.
1: Yeah, the knitting was also just insanely immaculate. Pictures of the Knitting, well, I did, but they were all mixed together. Like, they didn't have, like, the crochet separated from oh, cool. the knit. Actually, all together, from what I could tell when I was reading the tags, knitting and crocheting was all one group oh. together. I think that they were judged the same. Like, a crocheted blanket and a knitted blanket would probably be in the same class.
0: Or just, like, a fiber together. art category versus... Yeah. What type That's
1: of. how I took it. And. um, I mean they were just gorgeous. And then they had a ton. A ton. And I've always just loved. Quilts. Anyway. I don't even know.
0: I am a big. Beginning. Quilt sleeper.
1: Yeah. I don't. Man. Quilts are intimidating also. Because if you. Don't use a machine. And you hand stitch those things. Like it's just. It's wild. Anybody who quilts. Uh, and even with a machine, even if you quote with a the machine, they still looked awesome. But just walking through there and seeing everything that everybody made, like, I don't know. It was, everything was just at the top of its game. I did not see a single thing there that I felt like was mediocre or went above and beyond. Which I, which I like. I feel like that's how fairs and competitions and things should be. You should always yeah. want to be be your best and be at the top of your game but you could tell a lot of them I feel like were probably people who have been doing it for years and they're just trying to probably one-up each other year after year after year and they're just getting better and better and better and it's just it was crazy I I mean I was in there for I don't know maybe I mean it was less than an hour but I could have spent all day in there that's awesome
0: We did. I took a quilting class in high school. My high school had the best electives ever. Mm
1: -hmm. Shout
0: out to Great Valley High School. Uh, Quilting was one of them. We did machine stitching for like all the different square and rectangular and triangle little pieces to jig-jaw the whole thing together, like the front panel. And then we used a machine to sew like the seams. And the batting down but then we hand stitched across the actual quilting like across ways and this way and that way across to you know make it a quilt but then they had these super badass machines that were like computer programmable embroidery. Oh yeah. To appreciate this. I need to ask I bet somebody still has my quilt. Uh In in the family, there, but because mom always kept it, but I did mine in like several different rainbow tie dye fabrics with like a fuchsia pink ish tie dye, not and not tie dye in the traditional sense, like like spackly, uh, I don't know, even ombre ish dyes, but my backing was all hot pink, Hmm. but then I machine. And programmed in so that my border stitching all the way around once it was done was hearts. All the way around metallic hot pink thread. That's Um, cute. But I've looked those machines up, and I'm going to be honest. I'm not quite sure how the school afforded those back in the day because they are not cheap.
1: Oh, I bet not. Mm -mm. Well, they probably got it, I would say. Well, so...
0: I don't know, everybody there was pretty fancy, so I'm sure somebody just donated it, but, like, our electives in high school, we could do jewelry making, we could do quilting, you could do fashion, like, actual sewing of outfits and things like that, they had, like, not just, like, a home ec food, you could do, like, foods one and two, or gourmet cooking one and two, um, Pottery throwing we had like three or four of the pottery wheels that you could throw pottery on mm-hmm. um, all kinds of stuff that like was never an option when I was in school in Ohio
1: we had pottery when I went to um Centerville and I remember my sister took pottery and she made my mom an ashtray and I feel like like back in the 90s that probably wasn't that big of a deal but like I I think today though like if your kid Made you an ashtray and pottery class. <laughs> like, I just, well, you know, my mom used people. the ashtray forever.
0: That's funny because my dad was in school and he made a clay article, which also is an ashtray. Uh, oh. but it is the shoe. It's the Ohio Stadium. Uh, the horseshoe in the oh. an ashtray, and that's what dad made in school. Uh, so I agree that back then nobody probably batted an eye but like Mm -mm. nowadays it would totally be an entire reddit thread of like what a terrible parent you must be (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, i just i can't i can't even fathom it um what else is happening if anybody's if anybody's watching from another country uh any media or news about our country these days I feel like there's a whole lot going on and maybe we should just put it out there in case anybody doesn't know what what everybody sees in the media from the U S it's not always totally legit. Like I keep seeing these articles and I feel like almost all of them are Florida. I'm really sorry, Florida, if you're listening, <laughs> Like you'll hear the craziest story. And then it's like, oh, of course that's in Kissimmee, Florida, or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like lately the news headlines have been crazy. Uh, In my relocation here, there was a story on our news today. A car got a ticket for speeding in Norfolk, and they were going 152 in a 55. Holy moly! In a 55. And let me tell you, Norfolk traffic is like, I mean, the speed limit's like, well, 55. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's pretty bumper to bumpery almost all the time. I left my house at 5 45 this morning here and I was headed south toward Chesapeake. And I got on the freeway and was like, no freaking way are there this many people out already. It's not even six o'clock. And sure enough, there were. So I don't know how they even found a stretch of road that you could accomplish 152 miles an hour.
1: Um I, I don't know. I- People like that should immediately lose their license for the rest of their life. I don't ever want to see them on the road again.
0: Uh, Right. Um, And don't get me wrong. I like to drive fast. Sometimes unreasonably fast. But unreasonably fast for me might be like 90. Not 152. Uh, So I could not fathom. And then I got to thinking how fast was the cop going to get him? Oh, they had been booking it for sure. 152 and had to like jump in the car and then go chase him down but like i just i want them i need them to release the the body cam footage like what did the guy say oh sorry i didn't realize it was going 152 mile an hour <laughs> like, but what is your excuse to that um i don't know so there's a lot of wild news stories going around these days and i just felt like we should perhaps address that not enough news stories going around about yarn it makes me mad uh, The Great Britain kid, he was a knitter. It was a whole big deal. Everybody talked about it on the news. Like, they've never seen anybody knit before. Not a peep since. Why does it have to be famous people that do our craft? Like, why can't they be like, look at this temperature blanket that this lady in Ohio made. What an incredible process and blah, blah,
1: blah. I don't know. Um, the... I saw a uh, thing on Facebook the other day. It was a list of things that you could do to make like a thousand extra dollars a month. And it just nonchalantly like had knitting and crocheting in the list. And I was like, I, let me tell you what I'm not making a thousand
0: dollars a month. It's making a thousand dollars a month. First of all, you'd be working around the clock. And second of all, you must be getting the yarn donated.
1: Right. And I mean, maybe if you, oh, for instance, okay, so maybe it's not necessarily the act of knitting and crocheting, but let's say maybe you're selling that you made. I mean, okay, sure. Say you sell a $5 pattern 200 times for the month. Okay. But I don't, many people, I don't know of any really, but I mean, I'm sure maybe there's like, few out there who are able to sell enough patterns to make that kind of money but every month though like I feel like you'd have to constantly be putting something out oh
0: yeah and I mean I've seen some of those lists on Facebook and I'm going to be honest one of them I saw the other day made me really mad because it said you know 10 extra things you can do or 10 Things you can do this month to earn extra money. And then it was like, hashtag the lazy mom. I'm sorry. If she's looking on Facebook to find extra ways to make money and doing surveys and selling whatever. I don't think she's a lazy mom.
1: Yeah.
0: It kind of burnt me up because um, historically you and I have always had extra little streams of revenue coming in from stuff
1: just like that. I don't recall a time that I haven't. (laughs)
0: No, I was thinking back the other day, even to, like, our early survey days where we used to do some of the terrible sites that paid next to nothing. Mm
1: -hmm. Like a nickel survey.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, But we still did it because, you know what, it added up and eventually it'd be, like, 10 or 20 extra bucks here and there. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, it it struck me, like, the lazy mom. First of all, I don't really know any moms that are lazy. Like, the fact that you're a mom and you're doing that part in general yeah you, ha- you know what i mean you're you gotta have something in there that's not a lazy bone yeah. um, and i don't know i f- i don't know i feel like it's i feel like call mom's lazy because you can look at her house and see if it's messy and whatever but man there are so many things that us moms are doing in the day-to-day that i don't know it just like i said it struck a chord with me
1: i feel like those things not necessarily like that one in particular but I feel like there's a lot of clickbait out there of people looking people who want to get rich quick the ones who are constantly doing something different and it's like oh I didn't make a thousand dollars on that this month so let me try something else let me do this let me do this and it's yeah you know the ones everybody's got them on their Facebook friends and stuff who are constantly selling something different right
0: now and it, you know what? Not even selling something different; selling multiple things at the same time, even sometimes, which I feel like is breaking a lot of MLM rules. But, yeah. um, I, you're you're right. Everybody's got them. Um, there is no get rich quick screen, scheme. Scheme. Breaking news. Mm-hmm. It, it is hard work and blood, sweat, and tears that will get you there. But right, even it's not a quick process. And I don't know. There's just nothing. If it was that easy for everybody to get rich, everybody would
1: be rich right yep and that's that's the thing it's the the same people i feel like all the time that are constantly like flipping from one thing to the next to the next to the next to the next and i'm telling you if i get a message in my facebook messenger of trying to sell me something or sign me up for something i'm going to lose my mind <laughs> i don't-
0: about groups that are now
1: tagging
0: at everyone
1: yes yeah we're not going to do that on our group so listeners you don't have to worry about that we're not at and if you do get one of those it didn't come from us and let us know right please do because i'll be honest i have literally been anybody
0: that at everyone's me i remove myself from their group
1: i do the same yep
0: it's just stupid like I hate being tagged, but at least if you're tagging me individually, you've taken the time to type out my name and think to tag me there. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Or you've went down and clicked everyone's names, but to just put at everyone every day for stupid stuff, like, mm -mm, delete. Right. And Facebook, I'm going to give you a dirty look too, because... It always. Anytime I remove myself from a group, it pops up and it's like, hey, we want to know, why did you choose to leave that group? Was it harmful? Was it stupid? <laughs> what I- Where is the button that says, because you allow everyone to add everyone me? Right. It doesn't let you. There's no free comment section I've tried. Um. So, another pet peeve of mine is at everyone. Don't do it. Stop doing it, people.
1: And oh, freaking Facebook and their was it harmful or what? I can't, I can't with the sissiness either. <laughs> right. You <laughs> know what I mean? <sighs> Stop.
0: Remove yourself from the situation if it's that harmful. Right. I don't... You
1: can, you can just be done and that's it.
0: I, yeah, I don't ever understand that. Like, I just don't, I don't know. Like people that get in these big arguments on Facebook and, Blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, it took nothing to just, just scroll on. If if you couldn't be an adult, mm-hmm. just disengage. You don't have to engage in that. Nobody's twisting your arm and telling and you... As that- a
1: matter of fact, I even choose not to a lot of times because I feel like that aggravates to not get a reaction than to I, get the reaction. Yep,
0: they specifically are jabbing.
1: I had a guy the other day
0: do that. They were, I don't even know. Like, people are so weird. You get, There's all these posts and I can't even remember what it was about, but something to do with our country and this guy was on there like just getting crazy and I always look like I'm I'm a noser I will look at your profile see where you're from what you do like you know maybe you have a vested interest in whatever this topic is maybe you don't even live in our country and are on there this guy commented on every single person that commented's comment and was like just getting crazy and I'm like hi like this you must have nothing to do with your time, because there's no way you'll catch me spending two hours of my time arguing with somebody in Ireland about Ireland's laws and what's happening in their country. No. That's the- and I don't know enough about it, one, to stand on one leg here, but two, to waste two hours of my time when it doesn't literally involve me. Um, I don't know, man. People clearly just have more time than we do, because... I, I don't know how everybody's on there arguing on everybody's stuff all the time, but I'm I'm the same way. Moving on. I'm not even going to engage you and allow you to enjoy an argument with me.
1: Well, and yeah, and I try to keep my Facebook really positive anyway. And I have unfollowed so many different people and removed myself from so many different groups that so pretty much my my entire Facebook is legitimately pretty much all recipes and crochet stuff I mean I love it you can't go wrong with food or yarn (laughs) I mean it's it's so boring but I really don't see that many posts from people like I can't with a drama and I I know that a lot of people post a lot of their drama on there because they're looking for some kind of reaction or attention or they're looking for one specific person to see something, or I don't know, but I can't get down with that. So
0: unfollow. No. <laughs> up with also, yeah, we friend that when Facebook first started becoming a thing, did not understand that like stuff that they liked or commented on that other people could see that. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of like not safe for work <laughs> stuff constantly being like shared and liked and commented, and t- I mean finally jeff had to say something and be like hey did you know that like when you click that uh everybody sees that you like big booty women or you know <laughs> like it's so crazy i don't know people on facebook it's it is a whole scene
1: oh, um if, man.
0: if you're not following us on facebook or engaging us there you should um you can find us on all of our social media at NeedlesHooksDL um or like we mentioned earlier we have a super fun group where we will never tag at everyone (laughs) never Um, those hooks and dirty looks year long stitchathon no needles hooks and dirty looks podcast year long stitchathon it's i assure you there's no other group with a similar name you'll find us um join us there it's it's super fun all everybody in there is very chill and positive and upbeat and Nobody argues with you or gets catty in the comments. Um, Or if you would just like to send us a message via email, you can do that. Uh, It is spelled all the way out. Needles, hooks, and dirty looks at gmail.com. Otherwise, we hope that you join in next week for all of these shooting in agains. Next week, we won't have an entire episode dedicated to a dirty look. But this week, it's just really called for. We're looking straight at you, yarn manufacturers. Figure it out. We want an email.
1: Blanket will never be done
0: ever you're we'll welcome know, we'll,
1: we'll never know what it looked like and
0: uh we'll follow up here next week to let you know if we've heard anything back from all the yarn companies we just bashed so <laughs> tune in see what's up see us here next week or catch us at Do. bye bye